0: When we started, we didn't necessarily have this clear vision of what I'm on so hard would be. All we knew is that we were moms and not feeling great, feeling like very kicked in the teeth by the Instagram of of the world. And all we wanted to do was to like make other moms laugh like we were lucky enough to have each other that we made each other laugh. We're like, we got to figure out how to do this. And we really didn't know how at first until we like really figured out like, oh, all we have to do is do what makes us laugh. And then that other moms laugh at that too. And then they feel a little bit better about their mistakes.
1: You know, the thing is, is that Jen and I are both from the the Midwest. We're both incredibly aware of how wonderful and surprising and lucky we are, but we're also really hard workers. And I think that when something like this happens, as long as you stay humble and stay grateful, like the train will just kind of keep moving.
2: Welcome to Julie Arts, everything arts related in and around Austin. And today I'm talking to the I Mom So Hard duo, Kristen and Jen. They're comedians and mothers, and they're performing here in Austin on Friday, July 29th at the Paramount Theater. And they are so ready to give you the escapism you have needed all year. You know, I feel like you ladies are my girlfriends, which is weird because we haven't met. But you do inspire (laughs) that energy. I just want to say I feel really comfortable with you.
1: Aww. Well, that's what we, we want, are. girl. That's, yeah. that's what we want.
2: Mission accomplished. So have you ladies been to Austin before? Yes, we have. Austin's we have some so very fun. memorable experiences. Yeah. And and some not memorable
1: experiences because we had so much fun. We had to fill in the blanks the next <laughs> day. We were like, we're, how did we end up honky tonking? I don't understand.
2: Yeah. I mean, Austin will do that to you. And so I don't think that that's that's not a reflection on you at all. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so excited that you're going to be here on Friday, July 29th at the Paramount Theater. And I want to understand more about your relationship, if that's OK. Like I said, I feel close to you. But how long have you guys been friends?
1: Well, we do the marathon and we're somewhere around. We lose track. It's over 15 years, but long enough that we were single when we met. We met our husbands. We had kids. We started I Mom So Hard. We've traveled the country doing comedy. Like, it's a lifetime together. We, we always say that, like, being married to each other is our most successful marriage
2: <laughs> because we've been
1: together for so long.
2: I totally get that. So are you both from the Midwest? Yes. The interesting thing is that
0: we didn't meet in the Midwest. We're both from Nebraska, probably, like, 90 miles apart. And we it's not a big place. You know, geographically it is, but there's not that many people. And we never had met. We met in L.A., actually. And we lived right down the street from each other and had never met, had all these mutual friends and had never met. And then we finally meet in L.A. And, like, I knew more people at Kristen's wedding than she did. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. And might I just add to that story that we drove matching cars? So we we were meant to be and then we hung out the next day cuz we were like it felt like having somebody from home it's it's like having family like you you can just relax and they get you and you get them and you all, all the good food that comes out cuz you're both from the midwest it's just such happiness so then we we switched leather jackets and that was our sign of being in love forever
2: Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's like a shorthand, too, when you kind of share that background yeah,
1: with people. Totally, totally.
2: This must be so surreal for you ladies, okay, because girls from the Midwest, now grown women and moms in California, and you had this idea, you're going to share your vulnerabilities and... You're like kind of a conglomerate now. I mean, you have some very cool stuff going on. <laughs> I didn't know you had the books and you have a stand up show on the Amazon Prime. And now Warner Brothers is like doing some stuff. Like how surreal is that?
1: It's been awesome. I mean, like, let, I'm just going to add to the brag fest that you just so delightfully said. And we also have a wine, which feels like right up our alley. We just um, created a wine called Accomplice with a vineyard in Paso Robles, which we're so excited about, but it it ha- it's, you know, the thing is, is that Jen and I are both from the, the Midwest. We're both incredibly aware of how wonderful and surprising and, and lucky we are, but we're also really hard workers. And I think that when something like this happens, as long as you stay humble and stay grateful, like it, the train will just kind of keep moving. And that's, that's what we've done. We've just tried to keep up with everything and, uh, we prioritize our families, obviously, but then uh, the rest is pretty fun that prioritizing them then gives you material to talk about the thing that, you know, has become your business. So it's it's all really special and we're, we're really
0: grateful. And when we started, we didn't necessarily have this clear vision of what I'm on so hard would be. All we knew is that we were moms and not feeling great, feeling like very kicked in the teeth by the Instagram of, of the world. And all we wanted to do is to, like, make other moms laugh like we were lucky enough to have each other that we made each other laugh. We were like, we got to figure out how to do this. And we really didn't know how at first until we, like, really figured out, like, oh, all we have to do is do what makes us laugh. And then that other moms laugh at that, too, and then they feel a little bit better about their mistakes.
1: Well, in all fairness, the universe served us a huge beach ball because – we shot on our first day. And we again, like Jen said, we didn't have an idea of what we wanted it to be. We just knew what we both needed and felt was lacking out there. And then when we went to shoot, we kind of approached it wrong. But then we were rolling like the camera was rolling. And we went to introduce our kids. And we were trying to be really peppy because we thought that's what moms wanted to see. And when Jen introduced her daughter's name, she forgot it. So in that moment, you see Jen just in so much pain because she just forgot her daughter's name and I did what any good friend does and I laughed until I peed through my pants and then we saw that like that was kind of this the the shiny object we were like that's what I would want to see because that makes me laugh really hard and I know exactly how much that would like how embarrassing that would be if it were happening to you but if you have a good friend next to you it all feels very manageable. So that's kind of how it all began. is Jen forgetting her daughter's name.
2: And I love that. That, that whole scene reads very organically. And I love Kristen that you used it. You know, you were like, Oh yeah. yeah. And it, and it's how relatable is that to moms? The whole mom brain thing. Like nobody can remember anything from what I can tell.
0: Nothing. No. Nothing. And we're, you know what else? No. You tell me at what age they start responding to that name and I'll start using it. Cause mine's <laughs> seven now and she doesn't listen. I know. I should just call my kids
1: both like, hey, and you. Yeah. And then that would be, I'll, I'll feel like I should get a trophy as a parent because they don't listen to me anyway. So it's the names are just <laughs> futile as far as I'm concerned.
2: <laughs> it does seem like you have an endless supply of content just in your daily <laughs> lives. And I'm wondering, like. Yeah. So and I love what you said, Jen, about how you didn't have this clear vision. And I think this is so important for people to hear, because I think a lot of us have ideas that we want to go for and we get stymied thinking like, well, I don't know what the strategy is or I don't know what that's going to look like. And recently I read that James Corden carpool karaoke, that's not what he thought it was going to be at all. He just had this idea of like, let's get somebody in the car with me and take a ride and see what happens. And so I think it's so important important for people to to know that you didn't necessarily have this vision and see everything that you've accomplished. And when you, so you started like kind of just improvising maybe, is that how all your stuff is done now? Or are you more like writers and improvisers, would you say?
1: Well, I think the one thing that I would say is to your point, if you do have an idea and you want to get creative, uh, Jen and I can't, we want to scream this from the mountaintops. Like, Just do it it. like whatever it becomes, it it will be just do it like you will never feel perfectly ready to do anything. And If you are a mother, then you 100 percent understand what that feels like. So just do it anyway and it will be what it is and it will become something great. And it'll be great because you were excited about it initially. So do it anyway. But I think like what for us, we found out very quickly a process for us was we really enjoyed making each other laugh. So we would go right on our own, like write little bits about whatever it is we're going to talk about. And then we would let that go and see if we could interject those lines into the, as we were talking to each other and they kind of come up magically. But then if we improvise something, we would follow that. We did an entire episode on the fact that I have a longer toe than my first toe and none of that was planned. And we did an entire episode where Jen made me laugh so hard. I laughed for like two minutes straight about (laughs) being in a hot tub that was not planned but then like swimsuits and banks we really wrote it like we wanted we had things to say about those things so it kind of changes but the I think the thing we love about working with each other is that the whole objective is I want to make Jen laugh and she wants to make me laugh and if that's the goal that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good work
2: day. That's an excellent work day. And let me just say, kudos on the bathing suit episode. That was fierce. And I don't know how long it took to get up the guts to do that. But like, you just made every woman feel normal, you know, just in that moment. Well,
0: it it took a long time to get the guts to to do it. And it took us, you know, we're a lot braver because we have each other. But all this stuff kind of goes together where it's like, the thing that you're like most scared of or that you feel most vulnerable about is is like there's a uniqueness to it, yes, but it's also universal. So when Kristen came to me and was like horrified about trying on these bathing suits, I'm like, well let's make a video about it. <laughs> and of course the reaction was no, absolutely <laughs> not. But then as soon as as soon as we did it and posted it, we just had this waterfall of like women saying, thank you for saying all these things I've been thinking and feeling about swimsuits. We thought it was just yeah, out. And I have to say to the women who, you know, followed us, and I, I always love
1: telling this part of it because Jen and I were on a plane when we ap- after we posted swimsuits for like three hours, we didn't get to monitor the page. And so when we landed and we saw that it had like millions of views within hours, we were both so excited, but also concerned that like women were posting and, and maybe not being cared for on the page. Like if people were saying stuff that wasn't nice because they were posting themselves in bathing suits and literally 99% of the comments were empowering and supportive and it's exci- like, everybody was just like high-fiving each other. And I think that's what gives you the goosebumps is when you see like how cool women can be when they're together and, and that it's, it's a good thing.
2: Right. And that feeling of connection is so powerful that knowing that, you know, you feel like you're feeling all this stuff in your little silo and you are, but it's just so comforting to know that somebody else is feeling that in her little silo, wherever she may be.
0: Exactly. Yeah, You just have
2: to be brave enough to say it. You have to be like, oh God, I like, I, you know, I really
1: don't like my kid right now. Like those are hard truths that like, it's going to change. Obviously, it's not going to be like that forever, but there are hard days. And to have someone else feel brave enough to look back at you and go, me too, I feel exactly the same way. Then you can lighten you can lighten the load, and it, it makes everything feel like you can cope. And I think that's what Jen is for me in every way, but also as a friend. It's just someone I can say this thing to, and she's not going to, like, fall over and be like, what? You know, she's going to be like, nope, I get it. I'm the same. And that feels really nice.
2: Yeah, it's like a no judgment zone. And I see that on your Instagram, too, because sometimes I don't know which is funnier, the stuff that you guys are doing or the comments that people come up. I feel like they are really sharing their real stuff. Well, yes, it's awesome.
0: We're really we're really proud of the fact that we have created this space. that's like it's not about judgment. If you're winning, great. Go to another page like, you know, follow somebody else who's like doing everything right like you are. But we have this bunch of friends that are like, Oh, you have flaws. So do we, we love those. They make you interesting. They, they make you real. Like we're, we're the most welcome place for that.
1: Yeah. That's what we tried to do with this show. This is our third um tour, third national tour. And the show we're bringing to Austin is a whole new show. And it really like, obviously we, we talk about being moms, but also it goes into just being like women and surviving this last couple of years. And like, we also talk about stuff that's not heavy hitting at all because it's supposed to be fun. So it's rowdy and it it's uh, it's meant to be a party. And so sometimes you just need everybody else that's going through it with you next to you because then you can really let your hair down and have some fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, that makes so much sense. So what you're saying is for this show coming up at the Paramount Friday, July 29th, this is a chance for people to bring their girls, get together and relax and laugh. Totally.
0: Absolutely. It's Kristen and I are doing two person stand up. We've got a lot. It's like a, a, what would you call it? Like a, there's an audio visual component to most parts of it. Kristen plays guitar. And we wanted to add that we are seeing so many more men come to our show than used to. And they're loving the show too. We get so many messages afterwards saying, well, I don't know what to think, but guys are funny.
2: (laughs) Oh, I get that. Yeah. Trying to
0: make everybody laugh. Yeah. The last couple of
1: years, everybody's stayed has been together for a long time so we think like a lot of the husbands are watching the videos over their wives shoulders and then they're like oh these ladies are actually pretty funny and then they this is what we've been told and so then they want to come see the live show because it's a really fun date night and we've seen this uptick in the husbands and obviously it's mostly women and we give the guys such a hard time but it's all in good spirits and i think at the end it just ends up being really fun for everybody. All we want to do is make everybody laugh and feel good about where they're at in their life right now. And that's our our thesis for the whole thing.
2: Man, everybody needs that right now. So my question for you, Kristen, is there also going to be some dancing in the show? Because you seem to have some pretty serious (laughs) dancing chops, and it seems like you pass that along to the children. (laughs) I mean...
1: I Jen has to stop me from dancing because I do start to lose myself in the music. And then she's like, all right, it's it's getting damn near pornographic at this point. Like you have to. <laughs> yes, of course we're dancing. We're singing. We're dancing. We're talking about hot guys. We're talking about our bodies. We're making fun of ourselves. We're making fun of everybody else. Like it's really fun. And that's, yes, I will bring my dance moves to Austin. You are welcome. <laughs>
2: That is a party. So who is the Thelma in the relationship? Because I feel like I know this, but I want to know what you think.
1: Hey, the Thelma. What is that? Mean? I just got the Thelma and Louise. I know, but what's the difference? <laughs>
2: um,
0: um, Jen, have you seen the movie?
1: To, yeah, I was going to say, let me, let, I'll, I'll take lead on this. Um, I would say that we are, is it weird to say if, that we are, we are, we are both. But we are opposites of that person. Like, Jen is definitely the more, like, like, she's very girly and feminine, but, like, when push comes to shove, she would she would shove. Like, if I... She's if saying I, that I I'm the one
0: most likely to murder somebody, yeah. <laughs> right, she's the one.
1: I was trying to say it in a clever way, Jen. I was just saying, like, there, she doesn't... She's fiercely protective and does not hesitate where I might actually be a deer in headlights for a minute, but I do think I can take a punch. So I will be there. I just I won't be the I won't be the sharpest tool in the shed.
2: <laughs> I like that. So it kind of you, it, you kind of toss the ball back and forth in a way.
1: Yeah. I, I think so. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. I will say I was watching just a snippet of the financial advice that Jen was giving in that particular scene. <clears throat> I want to say that Kristen was definitely the Thelma in that relationship. Um, But I see very easily how it can go back and forth.
0: Are you talking about how I I believe how much of your income should be spent on home decorating for
2: the holidays? Yeah, Yeah. that one. That was interesting. I hadn't heard that perspective before, Jen. (laughs)
1: Let me explain something to you. Jen has, this is very characteristic of who we are as humans. Jen has a purse that's ginormous and she has an emergency kit that we use all of the time. It has literally anything and everything in it that you could ever imagine. And mine, my makeup bag is the size of one of her little tiny insert bags for her entire purse. (laughs) Like just what she, my entire bag is what she just carries blush in. So between the two of us, we're very opposite in some ways. And then very, very, very similar in so many others.
2: That is hilarious. So who, who manages the money in your, in your homes? Who pays the bills? Like, I'll give you an example. So, I pay all the bills for our accounts, myself and my husband. I could rob him blind. He would have no idea. I could set up a, a fund in Switzerland. He would be clueless. He hasn't paid a bill in 15 years. I think his life is pretty sweet. Yes. So, like, you know... I it was that's how it is
0: most, in most relationships. And, that, you know, it's certainly a control thing because you want to be the one that knows where all the chips are. But also, like... My husband doesn't know how much to pay for a, a pair of kids shoes. He's like, are they 14 bucks or 400 bucks? I have no idea. Like he's not the one you want in charge of that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I think my husband and I divvy it up pretty evenly, but it's mostly just so that we can point fingers at the other person. So it's really just more <laughs> fodder. <laughs> for, you know, we're just keeping everybody on the up and up. Cause he's like, why did you buy another pair of shoes? I'm like, why'd you buy a monogrammed hat? Like I, If you're going to come at me, I'm going to come at you, okay? So just
2: everybody gets an allowance. Let's be done with it. (laughs) How
0: dare he bring up shoes?
2: Yeah, that keeps the balance. Yeah. That's very clever. I like that. So do you have any secrets like how do you get your husband to empty the dishwasher? Do you have any tips like when it comes to household chores just magically happening?
1: You know, I think Jen and I would both agree that we have – pretty modern husbands in that regard. Honestly, like my husband does a lot of housework. We high five yeah. and sort of pass the baton back and forth. And I just don't know how Jen and I would do what we do without that. I I don't know how we would do it. So I don't know if yeah. they do it because they just always want someone to shine the light on them on how awesome they are. Or if they understand it's truly a team effort.
0: Sometimes we feel like it's the latter. Like they're like, oh, look how hard it is for me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we've been they doing it for years, buddy for about it. But I think like in our house, we have a pretty good division of labor where it's like, he kind of does the stuff I don't want to do and vice versa. Like, I mean, that guy couldn't remember a birthday to save his life. So it's like, as long as I've got one, one thing that he doesn't have to worry about, he can take one off my plate. We sort of do that with everything.
2: And then when we tour we have to yeah i was gonna ask you about that Kristen, because like that, that if you when you guys are on tour that requires some you know i dad so hard energy at home right
1: yeah it does but it also requires us to be like honestly we're very grateful but with with that gratitude you have to go okay he's not gonna brush her hair just he they're not gonna wear clothes that make sense together just be fine with it until you get home and can can fix everything and correct everything because they they, it is a lot for them it is a lot and it's a lot with kids having different sports and doing different things and they have to dig in but i i do believe and don't let them hear me say this i do believe at the end of the day it's because they're they're really dedicated and they love us and they want this to go well so they support us because they're awesome and that is the last time i'm saying that (laughs)
2: don't worry we won't we won't send this audio directly to their email boxes this will not go yeah that's good well done you can still you can still maintain that aura I love that so how do your kids feel about like everything that you guys talk about do they think it's fun because they seem to be like from what I can tell on social media they seem to be really into it
0: (laughs) well we try to keep things that are too personal about them and including the husband sort of like out of the topic because the topic needs to be like how we're dealing with life or not dealing with life more than anything and especially as they're getting older we don't want to like throw them under the bus or make them feel embarrassed about anything but in terms of like what we do for a living Kristen and I just marvel all the time because they don't have a clue I think they don't think that we have a job whatsoever and besides that because we're not like dude perfect or mr beast they don't want to know what we do they don't care it's nothing's impressive to them
1: also it kind of upsets them that their heroes are like youtubers and like instagram people or you know what i mean that they're social media people and that's a component of what we do so they're like the the idea that we would even know what followers are or any of yeah. that is it's like no no, no no you you can't that's my that's my territory not your territory and so they'll say stuff like mom do you even know what like do you even know that mr beast has like you know 300 trillion followers do you even know what a follower is like we're like oh my god,
0: yes okay okay yeah i have no
1: clue what w- kind of
0: we're also kind of aware of the fact that like they just think it's totally normal for a mommy to like where are you going on thursday Well, we're flying to Austin to do a live comedy show and then Dallas and then we're flying home. And all they care about is, what are you bringing me back? And please make sure that there's a fully stocked pantry before you leave. (laughs) Yeah, Priorities.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think they get the thing we always say is like cause it's not easy for them all the time when we leave to go on the road. And even though we have all these rules for ourselves so that we're not gone too long and it doesn't feel too hard, there are days that there's a little bit of ache and we always say like, Hey, you're sharing us with moms and we're going to go make moms laugh and we're going to do our best. And we're going to have, we're going to make, we're going to make everybody smile and they get to have a good night because you shared us with them. So you're awesome. And thank you. And they, they get on board with that. They think they, think that's the coolest part
0: yeah
2: that is such a wonderful way to position it so they can get it and it's all I mean it's so true because you have created what is really a special community and it's a an important outlet for women and for moms to be able to see themselves you know mirrored
1: thank you well gosh mm. thanks this this has just been delightful
2: well I really appreciate your time <laughs> ladies let's make sure we everybody knows what to expect from the show. Is there anything else about you guys are coming to Austin Friday, the 29th. You're going to be at the Paramount theater. I know tickets are available at imomsohard.com. Are there any VIP tickets left or did those sell out already?
1: There are VIP tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some VIP tickets left, which obviously includes the meet and greet, which we've been so happy to see people in person. It's been delightful. Great. We're very excited to come back to Texas. It's been a long time coming. And, uh, you know, my, my husband's from Houston. We have family in Austin. Like, it's, Texas is really special to us.
2: Oh, that is so nice to hear. I am so glad to hear that. Um, is there anything else that you want people to know about the show? It's a little bit well, well, we so already.
0: Just know that. It is a little. Well, because what we always say is, like, who needs a little, like, brief getaway vacation? other than a mom. And what's great about a mom is you give her like one night to cut loose, have a good time with her friends, maybe get a little body. And she wakes up the next day, maybe a little later than she did the day before. But she's still like (laughs) refreshed and like rearing to go.
2: Oh, I love that. And that's so great because like, Man, how stressed out are people right now and not able to get away and looking at the flights and like not wanting to deal with that and just needing to be transported, even if it's just for an evening to like restore yourself. I love that.
1: Yeah, we had a woman last week or the last show we did. We had a woman that came by herself. She was like, it was hard to coordinate everybody. I just needed to laugh. And so I, I came to the show by myself. I left with three new friends. And it was everything I needed. So we really know how much everybody, especially moms, need to like laugh and let loose right now. It's it's kind of um, important for a little bit of your soul, I think. So come see us. We're just going to have a good time. That's all there is to it.
2: Yeah, I say that's right on. You know, I went to my college reunion recently in June, and I would say the theme, well, the unofficial theme was, I am so burned out. Like, people were just yeah. <laughs> exhausted. The women yeah. could not, I mean, it, this, at this moment in time, post-pandemic, everything that's going on. So I can't think of a better getaway without having to leave the city than going to imomsohard.com right. and buying tickets for Friday night's show at the Paramount Theater. You yeah. Hades, so wow! So we're just delighted to have you in in Austin, and I know this is going to be a party. I have no doubt about it. It's so exciting to have you in town!
1: It's going to be so fun. Oh gosh, thank you so much, and, uh, this this has been a really delightful conversation. So thank you for being you.
2: Oh, my absolute pleasure.
1: If you want to hear more from Juliet, listen to Magic 95.5 weekday afternoons. She's on the air from noon to 7, keeping you company
2: while you're at work or on that all-too-lengthy drive home.